Hello, this is Bruce Suji, and this segment is about your goals. What are your goals? Once upon a time, my goal was to become a legendary global rock star with legions of adoring fans earning zillions of dollars from my record sales and concerts. Unfortunately, there were a few problems with that goal. For one, I couldn't play any musical instrument particularly well, nor was I a very good singer, or had I ever managed to write a song. If I'd approached the goal of being a rock star the way I'm going to describe to you now, who knows? You might have me on your playlist today. As silly as my rock star aspirations might sound, many of us have similarly unrealistic goals. It turns out that if you can think about your goals in a certain way, you can substantially increase the probability that you will achieve them. Think about them in the wrong way, and it's likely that you will never, ever achieve them. You need to structure your goals using a mnemonic, a way of remembering, to increase your chances of success. The mnemonic I'm suggesting to you here is S-M-A-R-T, or SMART. Each letter stands for an attribute or describing feature of your goals. S is for specific. State your goals as precisely as possible. M is for measurable. You need to be able to determine if you are close to your goal or far away. A is for achievable. Is your goal even remotely possible? R is for relevant. Is your goal important to your overall goals or not? And T is for timely. Is your goal tied to a specific time frame? So what might have happened if I'd used this mnemonic for my goal of becoming a rock star? To begin with, instead of a global rock star, I could more specifically aim to become one of the, let's say, top 10 rock recording artists in the world. How might I measure that? Perhaps I could aspire to be one of the top 10 musicians in terms of downloads. Clearly, that is a measurable goal. Is my goal achievable? Well, certainly not while I'm musically illiterate. Maybe the achievable aspect of my goal is to identify an instrument, let's say ukulele, that I would then start to learn. Seriously. For timeliness, I might set my goal with a five-year time horizon. Learn to play ukulele in years one to two, then start playing gigs and recording in years three to four, and achieve my goal in year five. Although my goal may not be something that you want to do, I hope you can see that using S-M-A-R-T, the SMART mnemonic, has made it more achievable and turned it from a daydream or a fantasy into something that I might actually be able to accomplish. Another aspect of goal setting I want you to use is what's called personal projects analysis that I discussed in the previous section on procrastination. Dr. Brian Little's methods should be combined with the SMART SMART goals by doing the following. First of all, write it down. Write down your goal in a way that is specific, measurable, 
achievable, relevant, and timely. Secondly, identify what will help and what will hinder progress towards your goal. In other words, what's going to facilitate and what's going to get in the way of achieving your goal. Third, identify the sub-goals, the things you need to do in order to achieve your goal. In my case, it's probably learning how to play ukulele to begin with before I can become a global rock star playing ukulele. Fourth thing is track your progress. In other words, keep on regularly checking to see where you are with respect to achieving your goal. Unless your goal is really, really simple, like eating lunch, then you really need to write it down. Just trying to remember it in your head is a recipe for failure. Write your goal in something that you can anticipate reading again in a year or five years. Make sure you have the date on it. And then use the personal projects analysis to regularly monitor your progress. If you don't, then I suspect it really isn't a goal you seriously want to achieve. That kind of begs the question, what are your goals? Well, obviously, I cannot possibly know what goals each of you who might be listening to this might have set for yourself. However, in the list below are some reasonable goals that you might set for yourself in your first year of university or college that deal specifically with your success in school. Some of them may be more difficult for you. Some may be too easy. I would like you to pick one or two and use the SMART mnemonic and the personal projects analysis to help make them happen. First of all, a few goals in terms of academics. One could be set yourself a grade target for your most difficult course. Is it a B plus? Is it an A plus? Is it scraping by with a C? A second goal could be setting yourself an overall grade target for the semester. In other words, at the end of the semester, what kind of overall grade would you like to have? A third potential goal, be among the first to post in one of your course's online discussion boards. A fourth goal, find and use one particular note-taking method for one whole semester. All four of those are goals that you might reasonably pick in terms of your academic success. Let me try to provide a few more that have more to do with your ability to plan. One goal might be to develop a study schedule and use it for at least one month. A second could be developing a time budget for all of your assessments, assignments for the semester. A third possible planning goal might be for you to complete one of your course's assignments and submit it at least a week before the deadline. Fourth one, this may sound a little bit odd, but it is a different kind of planning goal 
add to exercise or workout or two meditation sessions per week to your schedule without sacrificing your academic performance. The reason I'm adding that particular goal is I'm completely confident that if you're if you uh, include more exercise into your weekly regimen and or if you include meditation into your weekly regimen, you will actually improve your overall academic success. The next set of goals have mostly to do with your self-confidence. And the first one I'd like to propose is to ask or answer a question in one of your classes. There's some research to suggest that about two-thirds of you will not ask or answer a significant question in your entire university or college career. Phew. And I'm here to tell you that asking or answering a question is a part of becoming engaged with your academics, academic career becoming engaged with your classes. So asking or answering a question in one of your classes is a pretty reasonable goal. A second goal might be to attend one of your professor's office hours, virtual or otherwise. Have a brief chat, introduce yourself, have a brief chat, maybe ask or answer a question there. The important thing is getting to know them just a tiny little bit. A third goal might be to introduce yourself to one of your teaching assistants. And a fourth might be to join one of your school's clubs or organizations. The reason I'm suggesting that one is there's a lot of evidence to suggest that the more connected you end up feeling with your school, generally speaking, you're feeling better about your participation there. And when you're feeling good about that, you're going to do better. Another set of goals has to do with your self-management. So one of the goals I'd like to propose there is for you to find and then attend one of your university's workshops on improving your writing or workshop on time management or learning how to use your school's learning management system or LMS. A second goal could be to identify one of the potential careers that might result from your major. Then, and this is what makes it a little bit diff more difficult, find two people who are working in that field and interview them. Third, write a letter to yourself about your entry to university and then put it away. Then read it again when you complete your degree. I think you'll find quite a bit of difference in your perspective and your maturity between those two uh, dates. A fourth goal that I think is a reasonable one in terms of self-management is to write your resume. You're going to have to set up a resume eventually, but writing it now is going to mean that you've got something to start with the next time that you really do need one. So start it now and then keep it updated. A fourth set of goals has to do with your social interaction with the other people in your school. A first goal there might be to find a way to introduce yourself 
to at least one person in each of your courses. So that's one person. That's just another student in each of your courses. I'm absolutely certain that that student is going to appreciate your reaching out. And who knows, they may or may not become your best friend, but at least you'll have one person in each of your courses that you know at least a little bit. A second goal might be to plan and execute a study session with at least two other students for one of your courses. Again, that's going to mean reaching out somehow and finding a way to contact one or two other people who might have the time and the opportunity and the willingness to study with you. There's a ton of evidence to suggest that when you form a study group, you're going to do better. A third potential goal is to attend at least one social event organized by your, by your university or college. I know it's really easy to say, oh, I'm not really interested, I don't have the time, something like that. But the more you become engaged with your fellow students at your school, once again, the more likely it is that you're going to feel a part of your school. And when you're feeling a part of your school, I think, generally speaking, you're going to put more effort in. Fourth goal, this may seem a little bit nerdy, but... Buy yourself one piece of clothing that's branded by your school and wear it once a week. It's a small little step, but a reasonable goal. If none of the goals I've just mentioned catches your imagination, here's another possible goal. And that is develop one big academic goal for yourself for the school year whatever it might be. Use the SMART mnemonic, S-M-A-R-T, and the personal projects analysis methods to make it happen. If you do that, you're going to contribute to your overall success in university. And that's why you're paying attention to this series to begin with. Till next time, I'm Bruce Suji.